Adapted from a 2012 post. April Fool's Day is as good as any occasion to note this month marks the 55th anniversary of Charles K. Feldman's Casino Royale, the producer's 1967 send-up of 007. Feldman, one-time agent, Albert R. Broccoli was one of his employees, turned producer, was nobody's fool. He had produced films in a variety of genres such as 1948's Red River, Uncredited, 1951's A Streetcar Named Desire, 1955's The Seven-Year Itch and 1965's What's New Pussycat. So, when he acquired the film rights to Ian Fleming's first 007 novel in the early 1960s, Feldman recognized it had commercial potential even as the film series produced by one-time associate Broccoli and Harry Saltzman was getting underway in 1962. Feldman tried to entice director Howard Hawks, his one-time colleague on Red River. Hawks was interested but the director backed out after seeing an early print of Dr. No with Sean Connery. Feldman pressed on, signing distinguished screenwriter Ben Heck to come up with a screenplay. Details of Heck's work were reported in 2011 by Jeremy Duns in the UK Telegraph newspaper. Heck died in 1964, while still working on the project. In 2020, Duns uncovered additional details about an attempt by Joseph Heller to adapt Fleming's first novel. By the 1960s, Eon's series was reaching its peak of popularity with 1,964's Goldfinger and 1,965's Thunderball. Broccoli and Saltzman agreed to a co-production deal with Kevin McClory, holder of the film rights for Thunderball. James Bond, The Legacy, the 2002 book by John Cork and Bruce Sively, presents a narrative of on and off talks between Feldman, Broccoli, Saltzman, and United Artists, the studio releasing the Broccoli-Saltzman movies. In the end, talks broke down. Behind the scenes, Broccoli and Saltzman had their own tensions to deal with, including Saltzman's outside ventures such as his Harry Palmer series of films. So Feldman opted to go for farce, but not in a small way. His movie had an estimated budget, according to IMDb. Come. Of $12 million. The Cork Sively book put the figure at $10.5 million. Either way, it was more than the $9.5 million budget of You Only Live Twice, the fifth entry in the Broccoli Saltzman series. Twice's outlay included $1 million for Ken Adams' Spectre Volcano headquarters set. Feldman's film didn't have that kind of spectacle. But he did pay money, or Columbia Pictures money, for talent such as John Huston, one of five credited directors, David Niven, playing the original James Bond, brought out of retirement, who implies the Sean Connery version of the Broccoli Saltzman series was assigned the James Bond name by MI6, Peter Sellers, Orson Welles, Ursula Andress, now famous because of Dr. No, William Holden, Woody Allen and, well click here to view the entire cast and crew. Casino Royale, however, was less than the sum of its impressive parts. The humor is uneven, it doesn't really have a story, despite employing a number of screenwriters, including Wolf Mankiewicz, who introduced Broccoli and Saltzman to each other. The Apostrophe 67 Casino managed a reported worldwide gross of $41.7 million. That was good in its day, though less than a third of Thunderball's $141.7 million global box office. Much has been written since 1967 about the stressful production, including reported feuds between Sellers and Wells. Perhaps all that took a toll on the film's producer. Feldman died in May 1968 a little more than 13 months after Casino Royale's premiere. He was 64.